Hi guys, welcome back to The Gripe. That's Allison. And that's Kai. And we're back at it. We're coming at you from the center of the universe. Here in the Fremont. Yep. Yeah, it's a gorgeous day out. Yeah. It is crazy, sick, lovely, beautiful. You know it's like 100 degrees in LA. In LA, I know. I've got my friends like texting me, showing me screenshots. Oh, of... was that January? Was she taking a uh, ice bath because it was so hot yesterday? Well, that's her thing. She is loving um, ice baths to help with performance stuff with athlete performance Mm -hmm. and um that's what they do in the normal she does a hot sauna for like 30 minutes and then she'll jump into the ice bath and then back and forth back and forth oh girl that's a lot yeah i saw that on the instagrams yesterday her girl gabby reese you know gabrielle reese yeah she and her laird yep yeah they're into that so she went on their retreat Mm. and they were pushing that they're like this is the best thing for you yeah that's cool you go, girl. But it's so darn hot in oh, Southern yeah, so California. That's, say, that's so not hot okay. In LA, I think, I think that sixty-five and sunny in Seattle—that's like our heat wave for October. Uh-huh. You guys, we get to layer. We yeah. get to wear, you know, the flannels and the jacket, and just enjoy the sun. <laughs> and it's so crisp out. It's just beautiful. Yeah. And I think that everyone should leave SoCal. Don't come here. <laughs> it's already crowded. It's already too um, crowded. <laughs> we'll gripe about you. <laughs> What else is happening in the world? Um, in the world, there's so much happening in the world. Do we want to get What's to happening that? with you? Um, well, you know that my friend Spurgeon was just in town. Of course. I met the Spurgeon. I met my, um, how do we say, competition? Yes, your competition. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really not. Yeah. We were fast friends. Um, it was so much fun having it here. I like having friends in town that you've been friends with for like 20 plus years yeah. because they can stay at your house you don't feel like you have to entertain them like right we did a lot of just chilling right 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 hanging out on the couch most a lot of watching charlotte and she would entertain us but he's from new york right yeah he lives in new york and y'all were roommates back in the day so that's a funny story <laughs> we went to college together in south carolina and uh, he was never my roommate. Uh, he always hung out in my apartment. Oh. That we were, we started calling each other roommates. He was squatting. And my other roommates were not into it. Oh, they were. They were, because Spurgeon is so loud. Like he has one decibel and it's just loud. It's just loud. He's on ten. Yeah, and um, and he's a lot of personality. Like he knows this. Like even Charlotte came into the den this past weekend and she was like, "Y'all need to be quiet and stop talking." No. <laughs> yes. That child of yours, that loud child of yours told someone to be quiet. Yeah. That is precious. Yeah. (laughs) So um, we did a lot of shopping and hanging out. And I have to give a shout out to one of his friends is the head chef at Cantonetta, which is an Italian restaurant on 37th and Wallingford. Uh Um, And it was freaking delicious. It's like... Italian food from the Tuscan region of uh-huh. Italy. Which like, really it's means Olive Garden, right? Like, nothing to me. There was no <laughs> unlimited salad and breadsticks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I. That's a shame. I can't put it in the same bucket. No, that's a minus in the, in the yeah, in comparison. <laughs> but it'd be like a good date spot for sure. Aaron and I have never been there. I mean, there's so many good restaurants in Seattle. It's like, how do you even know? Well, you don't think there's any good food in I, Seattle. I think there's a lot of great food at a very high price point. Yeah. It That's ain't cheap. I mean. This yeah. is a good date spot. It's Got a it. good special occasion spot. It's very cozy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, That's lovely. So shout out to Cantonetta. Um, 
How about you? Uh, I was just thinking about the, the Rumi situation. Rumi? Uh-huh. Yeah. So did he never pay rent? In my place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. no. So I had a, a roommate in college who, um, right after we signed the lease, he found a boyfriend. And the boyfriend moved in, basically. And I still got caught paying half the damn rent. <laughs> and you're like, I was so bitter. Yeah. But I, was, I didn't have a backbone back then, so I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, on another tangent with mm-hmm. Spurgeon. He's going to love this. I hope if he's listening. So we were both business majors at our school. Uh-huh. So we had all of our classes together. And I would always buy the books like a good student. And he would never buy the books. (laughs) And he would just like, we would study together and use my books. (laughs) And he would make better grades than me. Oh, gee. (laughs) I would be so mad. I'm still mad. That is. Because I'd be like, you didn't even buy the books. (laughs) Like, how can you not buy the books and make a better grade than me? That ain't right. (laughs) That's just not right. There's something wrong with this situation. And it it might be you. (laughs) He's just naturally smart. And that pissed me off. That's. Beautiful. Anyways, Beautiful. Um, I've got a couple mini gripes, but do you, is there anything other happy things you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Like, let's get into it. Let's get into your your minis. I've got a couple myself. Okay, so this is just gonna go on the the like Spurgeon theme since mm-hmm. we've been talking about this. Um, so I picked him up Thursday night from the airport, SeaTac, mm-hmm. and um. When I got there, he got into the car and he was like, see that lady right there? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, when I came out and stood beside her, she moved 10 feet away from me. Ooh. Yeah. And it was like, so Spurgeon is a black male and this was like a middle-aged white lady. And I was just like, first of all, bitch. Uh-huh. Spurgeon don't want anything from you. <laughs> like, what is he going to want from your easy spirit, <laughs> like, poly blend, <laughs> fake leather bag? Like, he does not want anything from you. His outfit costs more than your suitcase. Yes. The <laughs> content of your suitcase. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, it just made me so mad because I think that Spurgeon and I have talked about this, like, throughout the course of our relationship, like, growing up in South Carolina and um, with him coming out to visit me in Seattle and him being like one black person among like, cause I, I've always lived in North Seattle, Northern King County, and now I'm in Snohomish County and like the black population up there just, there isn't really one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just constantly feels like out of place. And I think when you, you come somewhere and it's even less black people, you notice it more. Mm-hmm. And so... That's my, my mini gripe, like, slash rant. Like, if you're a middle-aged white woman and you're listening to the gripe, like, the black dude standing beside you at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, like, what is he going to do with your Kohl's cash that's in your <laughs> wallet or your JCPenney credit card? Like, nothing. Absolutely freaking nothing. Right. And if you think that you're being, like, Oh, I'm just going to casually like walk over here. He's not going to notice that I'm changing positions. Mm-mm. He noticed. And for what reason? Right. Like examine yourself. Ex- get your life, okay? Because when you're a black person and you're in your mid-30s, like you've been dealing with this shit your whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you notice when people 
lock the door when you're walking up and you notice when people step away from you when you're standing outside at the airport and I just don't have time for it. And what I think, uh, what we can recognize the current political climate for is realizing how much work we have to do. Oh, yeah. So that's my <clears throat> mini gripe, mini rant. And to sort of segue into sort of my first mini thing, um, did you catch George W. Bush's speech that he did? Now, I heard that it was like talking about there's no room for bullies and nationalist populist. Yes. So, but he um, never mentioned Trump by name. He didn't say it by name, but on October 19th, at the Spirit of Liberty at Home and in the World event in New York, like W, who back when he was president, like his whole regime scared the shit out of me. His administration, I was so afraid of. But like you wouldn't have known it was the same people. Um, so a couple of quotes from, from that speech. He said, Our identity as a nation unlike many other nations, is not determined by geography or ethnicity, by soil or blood. Being an American involves the embrace of high ideals and civic responsibility. We become the heirs of Thomas Jefferson by accepting the ideal of human dignity found in the Declaration of Independence. Like, so for me, like, I was like, like, who is this guy compared to the other guy, like, I was afraid of? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like a different... I don't know, different contexts. So one more thing he said, um, we have seen in our discourse degraded by, uh, we have seen our discourse degraded by casual cruelty. At times it can seem like the forces pulling us apart are stronger than the forces binding us together. Argument turns too easily into animosity. Disagreement escalates into dehumanization. Too often we judge other groups by their worst examples while judging ourselves by our best intentions, forgetting the image of God we should see in each other. Like, that sounds beautiful to me. You know, it sounds great. Um, I don't know how he feels about gay people, black people, if it's the same stance he took back then. But, like, who is this person? Well, don't you think that he was always under the influence of, like, A, his dad and his unfinished business in Iraq, (laughs) and then Condoleezza Rice but her crazy ass and <laughs> Colin Powell, like all of these people. I just feel like W is like a puppet. Right. So who is he now? He's trying to reinvent himself with all these paintings and like, don't you think he's trying to make amends? I hope so. I mean, I'm into it. If that's who he is, I am into it. But it's just confusing. It's confusing. It's mixed but messages. it's also very hopeful. And again, if I'm naive, forgive me, but I like this guy. I like this guy way more, obviously, than the other guy that, you know. I remember listening to Howard Stern back in the day at Bank of America. (laughs) (laughs) And when uh, W won the presidency, like, Howard Stern said, it feels like the gates of hell have opened up. (laughs) And I was like, yes, it does. I felt felt him. Um, But he's not that guy anymore. It doesn't sound like that anyways. Now it feels like we are truly opening that window and looking into hell. Looking in, yeah. Uh-huh. We're like, being sucked into that window, <laughs> that vortex. So did you see um, all the living former current presidents were doing that fundraiser yeah. for all of the hurricane? Mm-hmm. And it was like both of the Bushes, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter, Carter Obama, Obama, and Clinton. Yeah. 
and they're like up there having a good time doing something good and I'm just like save us somebody come and save us we need it why are you you guys aren't allowed to laugh you guys cannot be up there having a good time we need help we need help we need help down here (laughs) anyways Um, what else you got um Okay, this is a complete laugh, but I have to talk about it because it is just the weirdest thing. Um, so someone sent me an article regarding spam. Okay. Like, like the food? The food. Um, so apparently there is a like huge spike in spam theft in Hawaii. Oh, I saw that. You've seen this? <laughs> no, I saw the headline, but I didn't read the article. Oh, I did. <laughs> Dude, like, okay... So there's so much theft of spam that they're having to safeguard those cans of ha- of spam Spiked in jam. in those locked cases, like the alcohol and safe, like type. the alcohol, like deodorant, like razors, oh, razors are like cold medicine. I'm so confused. About you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. And I'm just sort of like, you guys, Hawaii. The life. spam, really? But you guys like a spam a city. That's dude. <laughs> Crystal good. is gonna love this when she hears it. She is all about a spam a city. I do not get it. It's good. I don't understand. Spam but that's sliders okay. are mm, good. No, it's ugh, 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 ugh. but anyways, they're being stolen by the caseload, and it's literally like people just walking in, filling the shopping carts with cases of spam, and then trying to make a dash for the for the exit. Like it's that serious. And so people are thinking, well, the authorities are thinking that it's like currency for mm. on the black market. For what? For everything, I guess. I don't know. But they also... It's like tri- cigarettes in jail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like they, but they attribute it because so I think last year they switched the felony amount from $750. Like you steal $750 worth of stuff that was a felony. No, it was $350. And now it's $750. So now you can steal more without it becoming a felony. Mm. So that's why there's a big rise in it. And it's $2.50 per spam can. You know? So the margins are pretty good if spam you're stealing can. it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's happening. Spice ham. Um, I think it's totally weird. And I think Hawaii y'all can do better. <laughs> I don't know. They're on their own island. Like, they are. They're in their own world. Yeah. Um. So those are my my rants. <laughs> That's so funny. I have one more, but um, I think I want to save it for like a full episode. A full, full on rant. It's just weird. And I'm, I'm going to make you actually gripe with this with me. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Y'all have to wait. So today, we're getting into the main business mm-hmm. here. Today, we're griping about, we're just doing a seasonal Halloween gripe. Halloween in all its glory. Yeah. So we are one week away from Halloween. Right. Like, talk to me. So I'm just going to do a little bit of education first on Halloween. Like, where did this come from? Right. So Halloween apparently originated from a Gaelic festival and it's called Samhain. Okay. But it looks like it's pronounced Samhain. (laughs) I don't get it, (laughs) but it's Samhain. Okay. But this festival marks the end of the harvest season and the quote-unquote darker half of the year. So there's like a little darkness thing already happening, right? Mm-hmm. So this is observed in Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man, which I have no idea where it's at. But you want to go there. <laughs> Isle of Man. <laughs> you want to mm-hmm. go there. Um, 
So this is a time when cows were brought home down from the pastures. Livestock was slaughtered for the winter. They had these special bonfires. It was lit, fam. <laughs> it was totally lit. <laughs> and it was believed that this was a liminal time when the boundaries of this world were more accessible um, and you could connect to the borders of the outside world, that other dark world. The in-between. Exactly. Um, so it said that at Samhain, spirits or fairies could cross over into our world and these spirits needed to be appeased in order to ensure that people and livestock survived the winter. So okay. that's why the people would offer food and drink. Oh, because they don't want them to kill their cows. Exactly. Got it. Older people. Okay. And um, A little more savage, but I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, this thing called guising was associated with the festival, where um, kids were supposed to receive treats if they performed a party trick for the households that they went to. And this would take the form of singing a song or reciting a joke or a funny poem that the child memorized. Um, and occasionally, it said on the Wikipedia, a more talented child may do card tricks, play the mouth organ, or something even more impressive. <laughs> but children were, would earn plenty of treats without doing anything, but doing something very simple as well. Hmm. So that's sort of where this Trick came or treat. From. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. So it's like a Gaelic pagan kind of situation. Cool. Yeah. So I'm there you go for it. the education piece of this week's episode of The Grave. The more you know. Spling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just thought it was like from the Brox candy company, <laughs> Hershey Candy Company, trying to get me to buy I mean, those, it might have been. Those Reese's pumpkins, mm-hmm. which and are the worked. best, by the way. We're going to talk about the candies, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you get dressed up for Halloween? I used to. I feel like Halloween is that holiday for me that always sneaks up on me and I never am prepared mm-hmm. but there were like a few years that it was on top of it and I was like super into the getting ready and dressing up yeah yeah but I would say like the past five years uh-uh it's so much effort so much work it's too much work too much adulting <laughs> I don't really like getting dressed up for Halloween I, we talked about this like I just feel like it's time and effort and money that could be spent doing something else and I'm not into it however Charlotte is obsessed with Halloween mm. more than I think your average two almost three year old is like she's been talking about what she's gonna be for Halloween for months uh-huh. and she wanted to be a witch this year and my mother-in-law made her a little witch costume and which is really the cute. cutest thing yeah and she kept saying all for a long time that I was going to be a zombie and her dad was going to be a vampire <laughs> and I was like well if she wants me to get dressed up like I'll get dressed up yeah. I'll play along but the last week I asked her what I was going to dress up and she said that I didn't have to dress up oh so she got covered like, <laughs> off the hook because you know I didn't want to because a two year old told you that it was okay not to dress up <laughs> yes I'm oh. off the hook <laughs> um, but if I had like I feel like if I was going to dress up as anything a costume that I would love to be would be Cher from Clueless and her like oh. iconic yellow yep. outfit with yep, the knee yep. socks and the little jacket and that like opening scene mm-hmm. so cute yep. yeah she had a hat too right when yep. she was in the car but that was like a little newsboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, that is one of my favorite movies. It's coolest. I, I just think watched you know that. This about I just me. watched like last week. Yeah, 
Oh, it's, it's so good. It's classic. It holds up. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right, you start. Um, so let's just get into it. Um, let's talk about costumes. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. Let's just get the obvious ones out of the way. So, you know, there's always the sexy costume, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. What's the thing? <laughs> In the name of equality in objectification, <laughs> I need more men, actually more heterosexual men, to like be the sexy thing. Because the women, they got it covered. <laughs> they will be a sexy Bernoulli. They'll be a sexy anything. Anything. Hat dog on a stick. Like they. <laughs> Hot dog. Have you seen that? No. Literally, they have that. It's like the black or the blue and yellow like color block. With the white and then the hat. I mean, it's so ridiculous and hilarious. But, like, everything has to be sexy for Halloween. I don't know. Where did that come from? I I mean, we're humans, right? Like, whatever happened to just good old-fashioned, like, creative nope. costumes? <laughs> because when I have dressed up in the past ten years, that's what I've chosen. It's something creative. Well, like, one year I was Amy Winehouse. And that was kind of before Amy Winehouse was a household name. Oh. But, like, she was a fun person to dress up as. Like, I had the, like, bouffant uh-huh. and missing a tooth, like, tattoos. And, like, I dressed like her, which was like, basically a wife beater in black jeans. Uh-huh. And it was, who are you? I was like, ugh, get your, like, cultural pop knowledge, okay? Because right. this is <laughs> obvious. And then the following year, like, Amy Winehouse was a thing. Anyways, I digress. But it's, like, be creative. That's who I have. Halloween respect for it's the creative, creative. yeah mm-hmm. but it's just it's easy it's lazy mm-hmm. to like go as a freaking sexy nurse sexy anything yeah. a sexy mouse a sexy I'm a mouse duh <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> um so I was I just moved to Seattle actually Halloween is my is the day it's I rolled in. It's my anniversary of being in Seattle, and so the first year I was here, I, I was in Capitol Hill, and there was a guy that was so buff, like muscles for days. He was like six feet six inches, and he painted his entire body green, and had like his shirt off, and just like a pair of like purple torn up shorts. And it was Incredible Hulk. Oh, good. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, that is that so is good. good. It was sexy and it was good. Yeah. And it was creative, you know? And so um, I was like, is that how everyone's going to be? And no. He was like the only one that was like awesome like that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to know who that is. Yeah. Help us figure that out. It was pretty cool. Um, so obviously the sexy costumes are, I think they're, they're kind of lame. They're kind of played out. For kids, they have costumes that are geared towards, like, little boys, like, rocket, like, uh, astronaut. Oh, awesome. Yeah, doctor, mm-hmm. like, all the career ones, mm-hmm. are, and the little girls are a princess. Now, to be fair, Charlotte loves being a princess. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is not anything that I've pushed on her, but I also am not like, you can be a doctor, too. I'm just like, you do your damn thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yesterday morning, this is an aside, she goes, Mommy, I'm a princess, and nobody says no to the princess. Oh, okay, Mishar. <laughs> but, like, 
come on guys, it's 2017. Like when even Target is not color coding their aisles anymore for boys and girls, right. like you have to have options for both. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not leave it up to the mom to make a costume for a little girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. So next I have the... Culturally insensitive. Yes. I knew you were going to say it. That politically incorrect <laughs> costume slash the slew of apologies happening to the next day from celebrities. Because somebody always does blackface. Someone will always do something dumb, like blackface. Julianne like, Huff. I that think. was last year. Blackface. Yeah. How she do you not like, know? The new black yeah. girl. Which is great. You can be that, but you don't do the blackface thing. It is. I just don't understand in this day and age how someone can do that. Yeah. I mean, I think if. I don't know. Maybe if you just get caught up in the moment and you're like, this is such a great costume. I'm going to take it to the next level. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't understand that. But also, like, I just saw that this, that I think is Party City. They took down the Anne Frank costume. Okay, WTF. I saw that on Amazon. Like, what is, I don't understand. I don't get it. Who would think that's a good idea? But that's the thing. There's a line someplace. I don't think that's it, obviously. I think that's, like, definitely black and white to me. Like, that's insensitive and stupid, and I don't understand it. But for me, Mulan, you know, the Disney character, Mm -hmm. right? There's been conversation about that costume not being appropriate. I don't really know what it is. Well, it's it's just... you what know. is the character, though? Mulan. Yeah. She was a girl, obviously, um, who dressed up as a boy so that she could become, like, a little samurai. Oh. So, for me, that movie was about girl power, you know? And so, if a little girl sees that and she wants to be Mulan because of the girl power thing, I think that's great. So, I don't get where the line is with cultural sensitivity slash insensitivity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I was like reading a bunch of articles about, you know, the intention doesn't matter. If it offends someone, you shouldn't do it. And that is like, to me, that it just, that's just so PC gone overboard, you know? So I don't know. I think intention does matter. And I think that if you're having conversations with kids and, you know, and you're saying, well, yeah, you're not going to, you can't be this because of that, that's a fine reason, I guess. It's a good approach. But if you're saying no and there's no conversation happening, then I think that's um, a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little lost. You are? <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, so what are you saying again? You can't be this because you're offending. Right. I mean, there are certain, like, the geisha thing. Can you? Is it okay to be a geisha? My first response would be yes, it's fine. Uh-huh. But is it not actually fine? It's not actually fine. Okay, why? I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. I you know I don't understand. I can see that it's not appropriate to be like just a Native American with you know a headdress, a headdress, and the war makeup. Like I get. That. Do you mean me as a white person not being? I couldn't be a geisha, but like a Japan or a Chinese person or a Japanese person could. That's the conversation. And for me, I don't. I don't get. I don't get that line. I don't necessarily agree with that. You Got know. It. Um, because of intention. You know, if you're going to just make fun of it, yeah, I get that, stupid. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this is where I get confused myself. It's like, 
where is the line of this is appropriate and and then it crosses the line to this is insensitive. I think this is a good one to ask for comments. Yeah. What do you guys think? Because I really need help with this. We need we have a diverse <laughs> listener base. So <laughs> email us at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um so that's sort of my very confusing political I mean, incorrect. we're not going as anything, guys. So like <laughs> So we're safe. We're safe. <laughs> like I'm going as Allison. Sorry. Kai's going as Kai. Mm-hmm. So we're not gonna offend I mean, we might offend people because we're always offending people. Always. <laughs> but at least not in our costumes. Nope, not this year anyways. <laughs> not this year, maybe next year. <laughs> um, okay, those are my my bad costumes. Yeah, I had the same thing. I was like, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Like, <laughs> costumes, you know? All right, here's my second one. Uh-huh. Healthy food, healthy candy options for passing out for trick-or-treat. Oh, my gosh. Like, uh-huh. raisins or popcorn in a bag. Like, have you ever seen popcorn in, like, a Ziploc bag? I've seen both of those. I've seen the raisins, the little sun-made boxes. Yep, the boxes. But I've never seen popcorn. Yeah, like... <laughs> People will pop popcorn and like put it in a bag and give that out for. See, I haven't seen. No, that's just weird. I've (laughs) seen like like regular bags of popcorn, like small ones, but not like a Ziploc. I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah. A D I D. This is DIY. 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 (laughs) That is um, extra. Or like pennies. I used to get like. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, even though that's not a healthy food. Like, what else have we gotten that's bad? Like, a little bouncy ball or, like, a jack or something. You know, you remember jacks? Like, any of that, like... Jacks, like... Cheap-ass The bouncy? Yeah. Okay. I fully give anybody permission just to leave that on the yard. If that's what you get for trick-or-treat. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just throw those raisins to the bird. <laughs> throw that popcorn to the birds and the squirrels, because that's who deserves to eat that anyway. This is Halloween, y'all. Get your life and get your Hershey's and your Reese's. Okay, so those are the bad ones. So what are your favorite Halloween candies? Um, I mean, I think anything in that Hershey's brand is good. I don't... So, you know, I'm not a sweet person, so Any you have to, like, tell me. Anyways. You have to know what Hershey stuff is. I know that's like the Like Reese's, chocolate. peanut butter cups. So I don't know that's Hershey's. Always good. Okay. Snickers bar. That's Mars, though. Um, the little... I don't know. Anything that's chocolate is, is good for me. I don't uh-huh. like the dots. I'll do a Tootsie Roll <laughs> if I'm desperate. <laughs> See, I just know that... Um, sweet tarts? Yeah. No, sweet tarts are terrible. Candy corns are terrible. Candy corns are my favorite. They're the worst that thing That was ever. one of my, no, 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 my no. talking points. And then the other one that's the worst is... I don't even know what it is, but it's... Something that's wrapped in an orange, orange and black. And the black paper. Yeah. That is the worst stuff ever. Wait. Right? Can we just go back to candy corns? <laughs> yes. Because I have a whole bullet point on candy corns. Okay. Let's, let's get into it. Um, I just love that mixture of the high fructose corn syrup and sugar. <laughs> what? And the yellow food coloring number three uh-huh. and the orange food coloring <laughs> number five. <laughs> like, I love candy corns. I don't know. Mm-mm. And... This fall, Aaron and I haven't really been eating, like, sugar and carbs and stuff. We're trying to get our lives healthy. 
And I've only had a few like pieces of candy corn, and I <laughs> savor it. Normally, I can eat a bag in like three days. Candy corns. I just love them. But you know that most people think that they're disgusting. I know. Right? I saw this meme of like, put candy corn where they belong, and like somebody was throwing them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, where they belong is in my stomach. No. Because uh-uh. I think... I mean, it basically tastes like an edible crayon, I think. Oh, see, that's, why is that, that's not a selling point. <laughs> it's like, what you think a crayon would taste like is what candy corn no. tastes like. But I just, I don't know. And I, but I only like the Brock's kind. That's a brand. B-R-A-C-H. So, wait, so there's. Apostrophe S. Oh, There's Brock's. generics. There are. Of candy corn. Interesting. And there's some stores that like sell it year round, but I feel like you can really only eat it at Halloween. Do we talk about Smarties being terrible? Oh, Smarties are the worst. Oh, those are the worst. How about um, dots? Those are like chewy, right? Mm-hmm. No, not my thing. Yeah, they're kind of weird. Um, nerds, I didn't like. I like nerds. Um, How about Whoppers? I had a, th- I had a. I like a Whopper. I feel like I wanted to like them when I was little, but they never. Oh, I wanted milk. I wanted them to be milk duds. Oh. But they weren't milk duds because they look will, like rip out your filling. But oh, you don't have any. No, <laughs> Do you? no, I'm good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have feelings on like every two. And I feel like when I'm <laughs> chewing on a milk dud, I'm going to lose one. I don't have to be going to the dentist. No, it's a Whoppers I didn't like, but I wanted to because they look like milk duds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, rock Pops were awful because that felt like explosions in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you ever see dipsticks? Yes, I like that. You like the dipsticks? Yeah. Oh, I think they're so bad. It's I mean, just like it's a just sugar. It's just like a, a little dip of like sugar. Like a little pixie stick. Right. Do you remember those? I do. How about the candy cigarettes? I was never into that. I thought they were so cool. Oh my god, you would. I was like seven. You're probably <laughs> you're one of those juvenile smokers too. You're like I'm so cool. And that's my list of the worst candies. <laughs> um, I think we agree on most of those. Um, here's my next grape. Uh huh. It's like the awkward human interaction of. Are you going to give me the candy, or do I reach into your bowl and grab the candy? Because <laughs> there's always that like give and take. Unless somebody is very overtly like, "Here, here's the bowl," uh-huh. or obviously like handing you the candy. But then there's some where it's like, uh, 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 I don't know. And then do I only get to take one because uh-huh. I really want four? <laughs> if they're good, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, so I think just human interaction with people is awkward. Mm-hmm. And it's, especially when you're going like door to door. Oh, that brings up a good point. What do you think of like going trick-or-treating in a mall versus going trick-or-treating in a neighborhood? Well, it's safer. First yeah. and foremost, it's not as fun, you know. It's just, yeah. Going house to house when I was little was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Your costume and... Um, you would always try to go back to the, the the houses twice that had like the best candy, mm-hmm. you know. There was one house. It was the biggest deal that they were giving out cans of soda pop, <laughs> and so we would try to go back. I know that takes up too much room in your basket, and it's heavy. Yeah, and it's real heavy, and it was like a generic soda, but everyone was like, "Oh my god, the house will give you soda." That is funny. Yeah. Y'all didn't um, have soda in Coon Rapids? We did. That's a thing. <laughs> it was like a novel to get it for Halloween. I don't know why. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, have you seen that Jimmy Kimmel 
Yeah. <laughs> what do you, okay, so. The practical joke, right? Yeah, where the parents, like. The next day. They they say the candle's missing, or they. I ate it all. Or, yeah. It's, and then they, like, play a trick on the kids. And then the kids get mad and sad. They cry. Some of them will be very graceful and be like, it's okay. I think that's the worst. I think it's so funny. I think, like, I <laughs> Because almost... you love candy. That's why I oh. feel like. <laughs> well, I obviously steal candy from Charlotte's bucket. Obviously. Because <laughs> what, she's going to need to leave the whole thing? Right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to steal her candy. No doubts about it. But doing that to your kid, like, that's child abuse. It's that not. That is mean. No, because then, then you're like, just kidding. Here it is. Oh, but then you videotape it and you put it, like. And you send it to him. That is rude. <laughs> I'm anti. Like, I think I thought it was funny before I had a kid. But I certainly wouldn't do that to Charlotte. No, because she would be upset for sure. Because oh. candy is her favorite food group. <laughs> I wonder where did she learned that from. I would never do that to her. Um. Okay, this is a, a maybe a geographical one, but Halloween in Minnesota was not great. Really? I think in any cold climate, because like you have your costume, and then you got to put a jacket over it. Like, that's a bummer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you know sure. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to, like, a Halloween party. Um, but I'm thinking more about kids. Like, if you are yeah, dressed up as, like, but Spider-Man. But it's not, like, snowing there yet. Oh, but no, but sometimes there, it is. Oh, damn. Um, Why do y'all live there? <laughs> that's rough. So that was, that was, like, a bummer. Like, having kids, like, have really cool costumes, but they you couldn't really see it because they had to have a coat on. And then they go inside the Mall of America. Yeah. And all was well. Yeah. And safer. But those fluorescent lights don't do anything for your costume. <laughs> no. It's not creepy. There's something kind of lame about doing it inside a mall. I agree. Except it's safer. I'm all... Last Boo. year, we trick-or-treated in the rain. It was like... I mean, it's Seattle. Like, yeah. You kind of have to go with right. it. Get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about taking your kids to a neighborhood that's not your own because they have better candy? <laughs> I think that's kind of sad. I think it's totally fine. Oh my god! <laughs> but why? How do you even know though that they have better candy? Um, uh, it's a wealthier next neighborhood. Next door post, Facebook group post. Like Aaron got on next door uh-huh. and was like, "Where's all the good trick or treating at?" And, and everybody was like, "Yeah." People were like, "There's this neighborhood that's good," because I because think- why? I mean, because the quality of candy is better. Oh, the quality of candy might be better, but it could also be like... They decorated. They could be decorating mm. or like everybody has agreed to participate. Because sometimes if you're just in like a random neighborhood... The lights are out. Yeah, the lights are <laughs> off. And then you just spend more time walking to oh, where the lights are on. That makes sense. But I do know like on a more serious note, like sometimes if... Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to skip that point. Okay. Go on to the next. We'll, we'll edit that yeah, out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> Um, Halloween gripe for me is that Christmas displays are already up. Oh yeah, I was at Costco last night. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, Christmas you guys, is in full force. <laughs> Hello. It used to be when we were kids. It was after Thanksgiving, which it should be. Yeah, I agree. It just hurts my feelings. It's too much. It's too early. You know. Um. You know how I love the Today Show. Did you know this mm-hmm. about me? I've been watching Matt Lauer since I was in high school. Like, I love Matt Lauer. Uh-huh. Like, when I shook Matt Lauer's hand, I was so excited when I went to the Today Show one time. You did? In New York. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> yes. 
So they always do really good costumes, and I look forward to that. Oh, that's right. On Halloween morning. And Wasn't he like Pam Anderson one? Yeah. yeah. He He's always cross-dresses. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, they always make Matt Lauer cross-dress, which I think is so hilarious. So, like, my two favorite are when he dressed up as J-Lo. Oh, yeah. In the dress. Uh-huh. And then The Pam plunging Anderson. neckline one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I do, and like, Al Roker, ugh. I love him. <laughs> he tells me my weather, my neck of the woods. That has nothing to do with Halloween. I know. <laughs> but y'all just tune into the Today Show on NBC, okay? That's funny. <laughs> um, okay, another gripe I have is the hooligans and the vandalism. Because I always would see, you know, houses teepeed. Oh, yeah, that's a good you one. You know? And then also, this hurt my soul when you would see, like, the jack-o'-lanterns all smash in the street. Oh, yeah, that's rude. Isn't it rude? It's so hurtful and sad. It's, like, smeared Mm -hmm. just on on the street. Like, no one ever cared for them. I cared. (laughs) (laughs) So, you just reminded me of a funny story. So, Aaron and I moved into our first house in Kenmore in October of 2008. So it was like right before Halloween. So this is our first Halloween in our new little house. Mm-hmm. And um, we woke up the next morning, November 1st, and we were going to breakfast. And the Aaron had a, a Jeep at the time, a Jeep Wrangler with like a soft top. And he, they say with those, you're supposed to leave them unlocked. So because if somebody wants to get in them, they can just... Uh, take a knife and right. like, slash open the soft top. So anyway, he always left his car locked. We get into the car and somebody had slept in his Jeep. <gasps> this is Halloween night. Oh, no. Because they had reclined the driver's seat all the way back. Yeah. Were they in a costume? I don't know. Like, they weren't there. Oh, they I'm weren't saying. there? Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but like somebody had been in the car oh. and they had, like, somebody had passed out in Aaron's car. <laughs> and we were like so freaked out. Right? So then we're both like, oh my God, it's our new neighborhood. Somebody slept in the car. This is so weird. <laughs> the next day, November 2nd, we come out to our front porch and there was a $20 bill laying on the front porch. Like somebody felt bad. Oh, they came back God. and they paid us 20 bucks. Like for to rent your, your Restitution, car seat. Restitution, I guess. <laughs> oh my God. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. So some in my neighborhood. But they didn't vandalize. Yeah, they didn't do anything bad. They just they needed a squat in your They car just for needed a, a nap. <laughs> That's too much. Um, for me, my next one is the stress of costume hunting turns it into an expensive experience. Because like if you're like me and you're last minute mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like, oh we're gonna do something for Halloween. It's like, oh my God. I went to um, like a costume shop once. And, like, everything had gone up in price because they knew fools like me were desperate. And I remember buying, it was, like, um, you know those, those 300 uh, yeah. warrior costumes? I bought something like that for, like, 150 bucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It was so dumb. And it had, like, the spats and the boots and Are the big like shoulder pads. Are you, like, a Rockefeller? <laughs> Are you a, that <laughs> it, it is was, ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, but I paid it and I kept it for many years. So you used it. I did. So you amortized it over the course of 10 years. Exactly. It's like $15. Exactly. Okay. Um, 
And then I remember someone was going through my closet once and they saw it and they thought I was into kinky sex because <laughs> of that weird costume. <laughs> and you're like, what? Maybe I am. Maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah. Last minute costume stress. Yeah, see, that's why I'm just not into it. If I don't have it in my closet, I don't, don't want to do it. it. I know. I, I just read... That's um, like the best... I think that's the best approach to it. Yeah. I read today that Americans spend $9.1 billion at Halloween. No. Like, billion? Billion on candy and costumes and decorations and all this stuff. Because people aren't worried about, like, the economy and their disposable income. Which, you know, thanks, Obama. We love you. We miss you. <laughs> we Please miss come you. back. We're Save spending us. more money on Halloween. Um, do you have any more? I'm done. Oh, okay. Um, my next one is... Do you know what Halloween Horror Nights are? Like Freak Nights? So it's like a thing that Universal Studios will put on. Oh, okay. You like walk through a maze mm. and they scare the shit out of you. Yes. So I've done that way more times than I wanted to. With Brad? With Brad. Yeah. Brad is my friend who loves, he loves a, a theme, theme park. park. He loves, I mean, he every Halloween he, he goes to Florida um, to experience this. It's his annual pilgrimage. It is. And he gets his life every single year. So I've done this with him, because I'm a good friend, at least five to six times. And, you know, you walk through a maze, it's dark, people jump out at you, and you think you're nope. going to die. And your adrenals are shot for the next week, because you've been just scared shitless the nope. entire time. Got to go. Um, so that's something I hate, but I'll do, because I'm a good friend. I, yeah, I don't like to be scared. I don't <laughs> like to watch scary movies. That brings me to my last thing. I love a scary movie. I love them so much, and my gripe is that there's not many good ones out there. Mm. You know. So do you like like the gore, like Saw? Nope. Or like no. Like I like Scream. Scream is great. Yeah, I like Scream. That was like the the, the movie that was like the turning point for me. Like oh, this shit's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, but gore with Saw and Hostel. No, I'm not into that at all. No, that, I don't like that. Mm. I don't like any kind of gore. Like it. Just came out. Did you see it? I did. I heard it was like funny. It was great. It was so good. People didn't think it was scary. I heard from two reputable sources that it wasn't scary. But like, I mean, it is. For me, it's scary. Mm. You know, it's a fucking clown, you know, (laughs) eating kids. That's scary to me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The Babysitter just came out on Netflix. Yeah, I don't don't know that. It's so funny. It's great. I recommend it. Um... Other quality horror movies that are not gory, um, The Strangers is really good, with Scott Speedman and oh, he's just Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last House on the Left, Hush, The Guests, and They Follow. Those are like my favorites. But like a lot of them are so stupid that I, you know, end up turning them off and not watching the whole thing. Um, so yeah, more... Well, you just gave everybody a really nice list. You know? Including me. Mm-hmm. So get into good. it. Get yeah. into it. Um, is that everything? That's everything. So, let's just run through our list of updates. One, follow us on the Gripe Podcast on Instagram. Two, email us at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Three, <laughs> write us a review. On oh, yeah. iTunes. Yeah. ITunes. We've gotten two reviews and seven <laughs> stars. Yay. Or seven five-star ratings. So 
<laughs> a couple of people told me that they tried to review last week and oh, wouldn't let it go through. Yeah, but keep trying, kids. Yeah, we know you guys can work hard. You can, you can do it. Work. I know you can. Um, um, all right, guys. Happy Halloween. If we don't see you or hear from you until um, next week. Stay safe. And bye. bye.